1: Everybody and welcome to another episode of Staying by Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. Was a Tommy?
2: Was up? you know, Tom? I we usually don't talk about the band right away, but I had a very stressful day, and yes. I, had, I had one smile today, and that was when. You brought up what Max Fine had suggested doing for the show, and you said, say anything. And I said, ooh, I love say anything. I was just thinking about them. Mm-hmm. I said, why was I thinking about them? And then I remembered because Max Fine, our guest, tweeted about them yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so Am I good yes. to talk? You could talk. No, 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 yeah, no. We got in about another
0: 20 minutes. All right, <laughs> <to count. laughs> no, cool. I'll see you all later. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, also, I'm excited to talk about say anything. Um, because I listened to them because you had tweeted about listening to them, yeah. And I hadn't listened to that album in forever. It was like, dude, one of it's my, so good. One of my big high school albums, mm-hmm. and it was like one of those immediate transported me back. But I also think we should bring up we had a we had a long running joke on the Patreon. You were a Patreon frequent Patreon guest yes, during sir. 2020, mm-hmm. the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we used to always say that you would never be on the main feed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel I feel like I'm cheating. <laughs> I really don't yeah. feel good about this. Well, we haven't,
1: we haven't fully committed to that this isn't going to be a Patreon episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see how it goes. No, I understand and I've seen zero of those dollars and uh, I haven't forgotten about it either. It's oh, all I I'll think send about. You a I'm actually bucks. here to confront both of you hey, guys. And you've
1: I'm seen our new pools, money. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cars. Yeah, so we are really making a killing on this fucking thing. It's it's you're moving to not. L.A., dude. Still We're... basically in the hole for the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> the other one wanted solid gold microphones. <laughs> 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 they look good. They feel good. Mm-hmm. Well, There's we the... also do record in Trump Tower.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, yeah it's um yeah exactly look good feel good sound good um but we're excited to have old Maxie fine on max how's life for you brother
0: oh buddy it's great everything couldn't be better <laughs> is that true no but it's you know <laughs> hey. it could be way worse
1: yeah i feel like uh that's good you got to be positive um i today i made a list of like things i was uh I, what do you call that like a gratitude a list. gratitude list yeah and you know Ooh. i was struggling to come up with anything but, uh, <laughs> 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 but but i had uh it made it did make me look out at the world a little more positively i was like i get to do the podcast oh. get to see my friends get to do a stand-up set rather than be like i gotta do this fucking uh, as fate would have it, I stopped recording right when I was uh, jokingly bitching about doing the podcast. <laughs> Anyways, um, but no, I'm, I'm trying to be more positive these days. Uh, it's, it's important. Tough, but I think maybe just your outlook being uh, positive might might fix some of this shit.
2: This is how you're announcing that you are positive for COVID. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, right well, it now, so, you sound like a guy
0: that just quit drinking. <laughs> which
1: I do think, well, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Having a little whiskey? Um, no, I just started drinking. Uh, <laughs> really drinking. <laughs> what I was doing before was amateur. That's hour. right. Welcome to the big show, dude. We're happy to have you here. Oh, uh, You don't get to say that, you sober
0: people. I know. I, I get high a lot.
1: Yeah, we've been. That's why we actually brought you on. This is we're not even recording right now. This is uh
0: great uh, intervention
1: of sorts.
2: Well, also Max, we would plug your podcast, but Jimmy Fallon just did. I know that
0: motherfucker mm-hmm. already took over, dude. That's
2: very exciting. It, it was, was exciting.
0: Cool. It was really cool, dude, and uh, you know, pretty exciting to watch Michael. So Michael Rowland, the guy yes. I do the podcast with. Uh, he did stand up on Fallon and smoked it. He did. He did scent. a great job. But, great set. But in the middle of it, uh, we're we're in the green room waiting for him, and or Fallon comes, or is Fallon's about to come in? Michael looks at all of us. There's four of us in the green room. He goes, I'm going to go blow my asshole out. And as soon as he went to the bathroom, Fallon came in. <laughs> oh
3: lord. <laughs> <my laughs>
0: Uh, And then I had to to explain to a talk show host, sorry, my friend is a nervous pooper. Uh, He'll be a few minutes back, but he's coming. He's on his way. And then someone had to go into the bathroom and stop him in the middle of it and be like, you got to come back into the green room. You got to stop in the middle of that? Yeah. And then he did, and then he went back and finished.
1: That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Max, what a deeply upsetting story
0: to tell. No, oh, what? And
1: then you blew out the mic as hard as you could. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, dude, I got excited. I it's think about people good. pooping. It gets me oh really juiced.
2: Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is this
1: type of show? Hell yeah. Well,
0: what's your podcast called? Tell the people. It's called In the Minivan. In the Minivan. And uh, it's a podcast, uh, coincidentally, about friendship, music, and staying positive, baby. Oh. Uh you gotta stay positive.
2: True, like the well, old study said. Craig Fee. Well, dude, yeah, then together. <laughs> dude, are you going this year? Uh, I haven't bought tickets yet, but I always end up going. I'm, at least go, one I'm going. Yeah. I think I'm going
0: to do all four nights. Are you doing all four? I think so, dude. I watched my old roommate do it last year, and he was miserable at the end of it. But I think it—it
2: <laughs> it seems like a good time. So that is uh, just in case you don't know, that is the hold study. They play four nights in a row, at Brooklyn Bowl every year. It's called massive, massive nights. nights, and it is. Uh, I always go to one. It's always my favorite, like my favorite show of the year. It's always so good. I only
0: went. To one last, year. did you? You went to the Boys and Girls in America one? Yeah, yeah, dude, we there, yeah. That was every, like with every comedian in America. I know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, and yeah, yeah. everybody got COVID, and it was <laughs> quite a day, dude. Quite a night, man. Yeah. That was that was like the first concert I went back to since the pandemic. That I was like, oh, this is like back, back, and we're yeah. having fun, dude. That was a party and a half. Hmm. I did so much acid that night. Oh <laughs> shit!
2: But you're a big music man. You're always tweeting five albums you're listening every week. To. Mm-hmm. And uh, the album, one of the albums the album that come by, I was say anything's is a real bold, yes, sir. Which is they made a bold choice, uh, Max Bemis and Co. They mm-hmm. chose to do an. They opened with a double album, which is insane. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's not no, advisable, dude. but it's it's
0: a, it's a mark of
2: genius. It, it ended up being a great album, but it's like such a. Such a bold thing to be like. like Yeah. Imagine if you did that with stand up if your first album was two hours. (laughs) Like, that's like,
1: uh, oh, no, that wasn't the first one. But uh, Dane Cook did that with like his second album, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Maybe it was his first, but I'm pretty sure it's the second. I can't, I think uh, the first one was Harmful If Swallowed, if I'm not uh, mistaken. The second was Retaliation,
0: and that's a double album. Well, Say Anything definitely did more than one double album, too. And Mm. I I never considered as a real boy. A double album because their others are like 30 tracks long yeah and so this is just like this feels like an ep almost (laughs) but i love this album someone someone put it on on a car ride the other day and i was like oh shit i remember just how great this is uh even though it's like written by a 20 year old kid Mm -hmm. and it's so good it's so fun
1: I didn't know uh, what this band was going to sound like. To be really, honest. yeah, I had never heard any of this, and uh, I was getting them mixed up with some like very soft pop stuff of some kind. I think I don't know what which guy. I have this uh, problem every time we we had this, when we talked about something corporate. I had the same thing where like, there's a bunch of bands that have kind of similar names to me, or they blended in together to me, and I one of them was like. Four teenage girls and yeah it was not into it i
0: can't remember what. It was. well i think with say anything there there's so much a part of that like early mid-2000s emo music mm-hmm. that that everybody just kind of wanted to lump together as dog shit and a lot of it was and i <laughs> loved every single piece of it but uh-huh. i think say anything kind of they transcend that genre dude they're smart boys they're a oh, bunch of shit. nerds dude the singer went to like vassar i think or
2: Sarah Lawrence? Is that right? I don't know. You know, I need to do a mea culpa right now. It is not a double album. I've it's not? Oh, no. I was, I, was, I was... The next one is. Yes. Yeah. yeah in is.
0: defense yeah. of the genre, right? In defense right? of
2: the genre, which I also listened to today. So that one's great, on too. on the
1: same pace as Dane Cook. Good. Yes. Good. Yeah, they're, they're, they're doing working. The Cook method. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's how you can tell, dude. I can't... I mean, he's probably dating a 12-year-old at this point. Who knows? Oh, come <laughs> off it now. Okay. Sorry.
1: No, he famously came out against the uh the punk scenes, like, abuse of women. And, Max uh, Bemis? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he, uh, he said it... And they pulled one of their songs, which is uh, about him being sexy or something like that.
0: Wow, I can get sexual, too. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I which thought I a,
1: don't like that title. I didn't listen to the song. But. I think
0: a lot of Say Anything is like hyper-pretentious. Uh-huh. This album specifically. It's just like... Because you remember when you're like 20 years old and you think you're smarter than everybody you've ever met? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, hell yeah, dude. You might still be doing it, dude. You well, can still do it. I don't it. think
1: I'm smarter than a fifth grader at this point.
0: <laughs> well, Max Bemis did. And like i think tommy correct me if i'm wrong this whole album is like right after he got out of a psych hospital
2: right so yeah he has bipolar disorder yes. i believe mm-hmm. yeah and uh it definitely seems manic yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know? um, but yeah i am just struggling to figure out if this is a single album or double album. i'm pretty sure it's a single <laughs> album yeah because I there think is we'll like a the bon- there's a bonus disc, long. yeah. Mm. Yes. That has seven more songs. So I, I think I that know, feels in, like it's, a it's in a murky album. area. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's long as shit. The important thing is no one can be mad at me for being right or wrong. No, sir. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You nailed it every time. And in
1: fact, you have to be actively happy. He. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, he's a New York boy.
0: Yeah, man, and I'm and he's Jewish but converted to Christianity later. Oh, and so he that wised all up. So yeah, brother. I mean, <laughs> let me tell you something. A Jew named Max writing an album is always something I'm going to listen to. That's sure. my that's my that's music for me. <laughs> right. And and I'm hoping to convert later this year if I'm lucky.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, look at that. He moved uh, from New York to Hollywood yes. as a boy. And then uh, he was raised in a strong Jewish environment. Doesn't sound like he was that strong if he converted. Mm-hmm. You know? Well,
0: he married a gr- the woman from Isley. Who, did you ever listen to them? No. They were another band, and he married the singer, I think. Uh, and I think she was pretty religious, and he converted. Uh, and I don't know, man. There's a couple band singers that when they they like start Jewish, turn into Christians, and it's like, I'm not sure how I feel about losing one, but it's like <laughs> every now and then they put out a cool song, so I'm like, it was worth it. Yeah. But I I think this album is just really. I saw them like tour on this album when I was a kid, and I was like, this is Oh,
2: shit. In Atlanta?
0: Yeah, they opened for Dashboard Confession. Oh, wow. And Uh. I remember going to C Say Anything, not Dashboard, in like an opera house. And it was super fucking rad. And uh, when I got a fucking signature from the guy. And he just signed it. He wrote the word Max on it. Like, didn't sign it. He, like, it was all line work. It just says Max. Yeah, dude. And I remember thinking to myself as a kid, I was like, damn, I hope I get famous enough one day to do that. And meanwhile, he's like the most mid-tier celebrity of all time.
2: But he's not mid. No. No, sir.
1: Um... Yeah, so I uh, I did not know a lot going into this. I was I will say I was pleasantly surprised.
0: You had you've listened to these already? No.
1: Oh yeah, I listened to them today. Yeah, yeah. that's why we haven't send, you you send them early so that yeah. we get a little taste. But uh, but this album was very important to you, Mac man, huh?
2: Uh, yeah, this is just one of those albums that I listened to a million times. And just like when you were sending those songs, I, I noticed that you put them all from that album. It's really just that album and in defense of the genre were the two yes. I-, I really listened to. Me too. Uh, I remember giving the other ones a shot and there was like a first one that was like self-released that. I guess some people would say is canon, but I don't. But Is A Real Boy, I think of as, like, that's that's the one. Yes.
0: Well, there were a few songs on, there was a self-titled album they did that had that song, I Hate Everybody. Oh, yeah. I Hate Everyone. I I love that song. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, dude. Every time I listen to this band, it's like, the older I get, the more I'm like, I remember this part of my life.
2: Yeah, And And
0: the songs that they write, like, on Is A Real Boy, a lot of it is just an angry kid. And I remember being an angry (laughs) kid, being like, Fucking yeah, dude. <laughs> Tell me the truth. <laughs> Speak it to me. And it's like wearing girls' jeans the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool, man. And like I still listen it's the same way I feel about like Taking Back Sunday. I can listen to Taking yep. Back Sunday all day, every day, and immediately be fourteen again. Like, yeah, women are mean to me, dude. You know? <laughs> like
2: uh, I think of this as like one of those bands where they had songs that I could get my friends who didn't like emo yes. stuff to like. Like I could play Alive with the Glory of Love and people who didn't like like, stupid, like, follow up boy stuff I yes. liked would still be like, This song is great. Totally. You know what and I mean? It, and it that didn't... meant a lot to me at the time. Yeah, yeah, man.
0: And it didn't, that song had a video on MTV. Mm. And I remember that being a thing where people were like, Okay, maybe it's cool. And it's like, Dude, you don't even know the deep cuts <laughs> on this. Wait till you hear, I want to know your plans, <laughs> oh, dude. Oh,
2: God. Oh, man. Me and uh, Ian Finance, for some reason, bounded over, I want to know your plans. Dude, <laughs> and, I um, had yeah. a,
0: there was a comic in Atlanta who, this was years ago. And I remember he was like, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. I was like, how are you going to do it? He's like, well, I'm going to be in a bar. I'm going to get down on one knee, and I'm going to have, I want to know your plans, play. And I was like, dog. And this was 10 years ago. And at the time, I was like, dude, you're 32 years old. Oh,
1: man. Yeah,
0: they're married like, now, and they're wow. living happily ever Well, after.
1: there you go. Hey, come on. Yeah, what was so he ahead. supposed to do? Do it at a damn hockey
0: game?
2: That's Max's dream. <laughs> uh, it's not far off. <laughs> go to a, a lot of team. ice. <laughs>
0: i'm trying to go to the north pole to propose to a lady i'm trying to take her as cold as it gets say like hey baby it's cold now but let me warm your heart for the rest of your hey, life you know that's, that's what i'm looking at and Not also bad.
2: if she uh, says no at the north pole you can say you know what NP at the NP. That's right, and the, or I
0: could just take her jacket off and, and be then, like, "Now you're going to stay really cold until you say yes." Don't be doing oh, that. That's not right. Don't, don't get canceled on that. our
2: show. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but
1: what you could do is, uh, you know, hey, I'm already in the North Pole. Why don't I cook that uh, Mrs. Claus? You know, <laughs> you
0: fuck Santa Claus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's the one with the
1: toys. Come on. (laughs) Mrs. Claus ain't got shit to offer. That's
0: right, dude. That's what everybody says about Santa. Miss Claus ain't (laughs) shit, Uh dude.
1: Uh huh. She ain't shit. <laughs> I've been say,
0: dude, and as a Jew, I've been saying that my whole life, dude. What does she even do? <laughs> like, <laughs> like all day, you know. I like the idea that this is just a regular couple. He's <laughs> just talking about her this way. What does she even do? It's like, well, she is married to him, but right? Like, but what does she do? What does she do? Also, how much
1: money does Santa even have? <laughs>
0: I don't think Santa lives in a normal economy. I think that's you you're thinking financials. You got to remember he's got slaves. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a house That's fair He doesn't need money
2: That's a good point It's also a good sign for our culture That not living in a normal economy Means owning a house <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's yeah, outside we, of what we live in that's he, reals- he owns a house. Uh, <laughs> Could
1: you imagine if Santa had to live in an apartment <laughs> This fall Coming to <laughs> NBC The Santa in B2 <laughs> <laughs> There's just
0: 30 elves running around this <laughs> tiny apartment Pumping into each other can't get any toys made.
1: Uh, it's not good.
0: No, Christmas <laughs> is canceled. Ensue.
1: Yeah. And Christmas is probably it is canceled actually in this culture. Um anyways. So. <laughs> well, there's at
0: least a war on it.
1: Yep. Uh I was looking up is there controversy with this band too? I don't know. Um I was looking up uh it says separating the art uh, from Max Bemis and it says uh, so this is a weird one I don't want to come off that I'm shit talking or whatever I'm just kind of pe- posing an issue I have here maybe if people have input uh, that's cool too so I used to love Say Anything I used to know a uh, majority of the albums off uh, by heart all the trivia and I've met Max slash Parker and I've seen them live they were honestly my, one of my favorite bands and I even idolized Max uh, a few months back there was, was a like Bemis tweet me. What's that? Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, a few months back, uh, there was a, a Bemis tweet where he stated that he wrote uh, little girls about emo, and sometimes in the uh, someone in the comments made a Jesse Lacey mm. brand new joke. because brand new got
0: uh, canceled, right? Oh uh, yes, they did. That's yeah. a band I've always wanted to talk about on any podcast, but I'm afraid to. <laughs> mm.
1: Uh, someone made a Jesse Lacey joke switching the words of Beamdog's tweets, which spiraled into loads of people claiming Max's music was more perverted than brand news and dumb me commented and spores, which I don't... Do you know what that's a reference to? I have no to? idea. Uh, I've tweeted so much loving shit to Max in the past, even during Twitter Q&As catering to fans, so I didn't even think he'd respond. I also shared a thread that a friend of mine made a while ago of all the shit in the Lacey situation that Noah Outlet covered just for all the people with pitchforks and torches uh, they can be seen here. He links it or whatever. Uh, is, but, uh, I woke up the next day in shock. Max had released a series of aggressive tweets that went on for days. Uh, him and, uh, Sherry blocked the girl who posted the thread and told her to wake up, uh, and told her to wake up when realistically she wasn't even involved in the whole situation. I tweeted an apology to Max as well, because I never meant for this, uh, as did the person who made the joke in the first place. But he never responded. I never meant for any of it. Um, I'm trying to find where this is, like, important. But, oh, it's <laughs> that he was cybering with young fans? Oh, oh I, I didn't know about that. Is that him, that. though? Oliver? This is confusing. This person might just be a kid. I
0: feel like, I mean, I don't want to say that I uh, am, you know, on the pulse of emo music, but I feel like if Max Bemis did something fucked up, I would have heard about it, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it might be that he's just going on Twitter rants. Because when I searched his name with controversy, a lot of it is what the fuck is going on with Max uh, Bemis? His Twitter's crazy. But they think it's just that he's going through manic episodes on Twitter.
0: I that could very well. It's well documented that he has yeah. mental
2: health yeah. issues. You know, but yeah, but yeah.
0: and because like the Jesse Lacey stuff is bad, bad. That's like yeah, none of and it sucks. Like Brand New was my favorite band. Oh, they really? were like, oh, oh yeah, dude. I like man. The day that all that news came out was the day their last vinyl showed up in the mail. No, yeah, <laughs> and it was, Shit. it was like a couple days after I moved to New York. It was my first like purchase that was mailed to my new apartment (laughs) and oh man it's a it's really it's a bummer it's like it's it's bad what he was doing and shit like just talking to children and like grooming them and stuff oh that might be what that was yeah and then you like read through the lyrics and it's like oh this is really fucked up now and (sighs) uh it is a bummer but like i saw say anything open for brand new ones that was one of the times i saw them yeah and like dude, Jesse Lacey came out to sing Belt with him, and it was super fucking rad. <laughs> and then you just hear all these stories, and it's like, oh, no, dude. Like Everyone's fallible, but it's like, I, there's something weird about emo music and talking to young women. I don't mm-hmm. know why that seems yeah. to be such a like regular thing in that style of music, but it definitely is, and it... It's why I don't tell people I listen to emo music anymore. <laughs> like I really, I was never embarrassed about the music part of it. Yeah. But as soon as that came out, it's like, oh shit, dude, <laughs> this is bad news bears, and uh, I'm wearing a t-shirt right now I shouldn't be wearing. You know, it's like that's always how I feel about it. And
2: your That'd t-shirt fun... said, "Grooming is cool." <laughs> <laughs> what what? It said Jesse Lacey was right. That's the <laughs> only
0: thing that the t-shirt That'd be a said. Be fun. Movie. I made it myself.
2: I
1: guess this premise falls flat pretty fast but you're wearing a brand new shirt and then that news breaks and it's you trying to get home without getting your ass kicked yeah, by dude. the woke mob meanwhile there's like six <laughs>
0: like, people in the world that know what happened yeah. <laughs> also
1: yeah. you could just change shirts or put on a hoodie or something I take my shirt off dude yeah but some for some reason in this movie you can't do that. No, of Super course not. Mm. That is a fun yes. sketch idea. Just a guy oh, wearing a cancel. No, shirt. I'm thinking three part film series. <laughs> 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 somehow we could tie in that Santa Claus is, uh, yeah. from the apartment.
0: What's that? Sixteen Blocks movie? Just <laughs> getting home in a brand new T-shirt.
2: I got to get back to my apartment where I live with Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: well, dude, in brand new, my favorite was like right before he got, all that shit came out. I got a ton of flack from friends because a picture of Martin Shkreli came out wearing a brand new t shirt. Oh, wow. And everybody was like, oh, look at your favorite band, Pharma Bro. And it's like, they're better than him. They're better than him. And then that came out. I was like, fuck, dude, I got to stop buying their merch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that is tough
1: when a celebrity likes the same thing as you, especially like one that people don't like. Like, and my music has changed uh, recently, and it's a bummer that, like, I share the same fan base with some people that I really disagree with because the only music I really like anymore is um, Dave Chappelle singing "Creep." Yeah, it's like the only thing that really <laughs> I'm playing all day. When I've got I'm a playlist around. of six different live versions, <laughs> and it's all I listen to. And if it ain't Chappelle singing it, I don't want to fucking hear it. All right. Yeah. And if, I agree. Also, if he's singing a different song, I don't want to fucking hear that. Either. I agree, well, you're brother. In
0: luck. <laughs> <laughs> he is a one-trick pony. Yeah. Uh, and just
1: some of the Chappelle bros who come out. To Corner. That's not <laughs> my scene, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, he really did ruin Radiohead for a lot. <laughs> <What? time. laughs>
1: uh, we should have somebody come on and defend Chappelle singing <laughs> Chappelle. <scene>. No. <laughs> <laughs> not the, not any of his material. <laughs> only him singing "Creep."
0: I love that idea.
1: Ah. <laughs> uh, Anyways, uh we should uh listen to some music. Yeah, Let's what do it. Think? Let me yes. grab my phone here. Cuz
2: right I think back. I've botched every single fact possible. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, you're this is perfect podcast. But I'm going off emotion, you know? And I just that's love what's this important. album. Especially
0: yeah. with say anything. It's all about emotion. That's true. They uh the only I think only one of them No, two of the a couple of them had like real musical backgrounds. Did you Tommy, did you ever get into Jamison Parker?
2: No, I never
0: did. Uh, one of the guys from James Jameson or Parker, I believe it's Parker, uh, is in. Say anything? Oh, yeah, nice. he's the guitarist, and that was a fun thing that they told me when I saw him live, and I was like, I don't give a shit. Damn. <laughs> hey, fuck you! Yeah, actually. eat shit, dude. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Why are you talking to me? Uh... <laughs>
1: I'm trying to enjoy the show yeah. <laughs>
0: Why did you stop playing To come up to me specifically <laughs> to tell me that you're also in Jameson Parker
1: uh, Alright, let's hear Belt
2: first what Yeah,
0: this is the opening of the album
2: There's a, there's a big intro that you're probably going to want to yes. skip past yeah. uh, or I, Or we I could play. listen to it, yeah, it's up to you I thought it was a fun opening I think it's
0: a great way to open it I album. think we should listen to it I have
1: to record
3: The spoken word introduction to the record. Still? Yep. It's only a few lines, but I'm having anxiety about it. Do you know what it is? Yep, it goes... Good, you don't have to write it. Oh yeah, let me hear it. And the record begins with a song of rebellion. That's it. And the record begins with a song of rebellion.
1: Very cool opening.
0: I love that opening. Yeah. And I remember when I first... down Because I, I initially downloaded the album on like LimeWire or Kaz or one of those, mm-hmm. and it didn't have the whole intro. It just had the part where it says, and the record begins with the song of rebellion. And uh-huh. I remember being like, this is cool. And then I heard the other part. I was like, this is awesome.
1: <laughs> I like that. It reminds me of uh, the opening to the Car Seat Headrest album. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. like you are now listening to... Car seat headrest.
0: Yeah. Well, I like because it it's trying to, I think it's trying to establish he's in a therapist's office or something like that. Right. <laughs> and that's the whole thing. And his therapist is like, that's it. That's the whole thing. Your anxiety uh-huh. is built around that. And it's, I didn't understand it when I was like 14 or whatever yeah. hearing it, but now like I get it. And I'm like, that's what my therapist would say to me. He's like, you're being <laughs> a fucking idiot, dude.
2: <laughs> and
0: it's, it's fun because it's like, it's a whole song about, how the industry sucks and how you won't sell out and all this. And it's so heavily written from a 20-year-old perspective, (laughs) right? Like, Yeah. I felt that way when I was 20, and then as soon as I was like, I don't know, 21, I was like, nah, dude, I'll take a paycheck. That would be pretty fucking cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the industry's also changed a lot, so it's a different thing, kind of. I like... uh, that he says that he wouldn't sell his belt uh, to the industry, and it was his father's belt once. And uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this right now: sounds like a pretty long-lasting belt, <laughs>
0: leather for sure. Where do you
2: buy this thing? This was back when America made. <laughs> 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 but
0: I don't know. The, the 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 arc of this record always turns into I'm standing up for something, and also my friends are very important to me. Right. Like the way this song ends is just like a group chant of dudes being like, no dude, we're tough. We're not going to sell out. And it's like, all right, but why not? You're not making any points here. Yeah, It's just, it's, it's just an angry kid. And I love that. And like, you know, as a Jewish man named Max that also spent time in a psych hospital, (laughs) I, I thought it was brilliant. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Exciting, and it's like in the grand scheme of things, it's just a good song. Yeah, that's really all the, it is. The to end be. is
1: fun when he sings. So what say you, and all your friends meet all my friends in the alley with knives. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's a pretty yeah. cool way to end. The song. I'm gonna end. I'll, I'll play a little bit of that.
0: It's so good. And this is when Brand New would come out, dude. Big drama <laughs> would end here. It's so cool, and man, at the time it was so exciting because (laughs) it was John Nolan comes out. He's from Taking Back Sunday, Mm. and he famously had a falling out with Jesse Lacey from Brand New. They were best friends growing up, and then they dated the same girl. It was a whole thing, and they come out to chant this part together, and it was like the boys are back, dude. This is (laughs) great news for the team.
2: (laughs) This was before the Avengers. This was when all we had, yeah, dude. That's right. (laughs)
0: tell you what dude the avengers never took sevenfold neither
1: <laughs> what's fucked up is if you play that song at the same time as uh the big knife scene in anchorman yeah it lines
0: up perfectly that's what i heard dude but i won't do it because i don't yeah, want to do it i don't want to spoil perfect art no 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 but i'm wait is it tom so you've never really given them this what do you like if that was something you heard today is that something you would listen to
1: so that's a good question. I I've listened to it now 3 times. I enjoyed it uh each time. The question will be if when I leave here tonight mm. uh when I get on the train to go to my little shows if I go you know what I want to hear again is that song. And then to be fully honest, I don't know that that will happen.
0: That's fine.
1: But that doesn't mean I'm not enjoying it. There are a I,
0: couple other tunes.
1: Yeah, I it's I I haven't decided uh exactly how I feel about it yet. I'm going to kind of decide as I go. But I I will say I was pleasantly surprised hearing it. I thought it that track, I loved the way it started. Yeah. Thought it was very cool. Uh I was rocking out to uh to a few of these songs and so
0: it's possible that I'll oh, say, yeah. you
1: know what, I want to rage around in that a little bit,
0: <laughs> get a little say uh, anything, dude. It is
1: tough when uh with a song like, uh, oh, this is a long album. Now that I'm looking at the track, well, list. there's
0: a lot of bonus tracks. Yeah, there's right. This is where
2: all them. the confusion stems. Yes.
1: Yeah. Because, <laughs> let me
0: see. When does I think the album ends with? Uh, fuck a walk through hell. That sounds. That's like. That's the maybe the bonus song, and then
1: wow, I can get sexual too. It's definitely here too. a
0: bonus song.
1: Um, it was
2: weird too because this was at the time. Is the this is at a time where I would have a CD, but I would also have the iTunes or the Lime. Uh-huh. So it's like I feel like it was like that mixed media thing yeah. where yeah. I probably had two different versions of it. Dude, yeah. I had
0: so many different versions of so many albums that were like, You're listening to a vagrant record sample. And, and that no, was yeah. like just a normal thing that I got used to in songs. Yeah. <laughs> but this this definitely it ends with Admit it. Admit okay. it is the last song on the actual album.
1: So let's listen to that one last, because yes. you have that on your list yeah. here. Uh, the song that I was listening to that I was like, I think I might be too old for this now, is Every Man Has a Molly. That's the, maybe
0: that's why I put it in there. Yeah, it is, There's some shit in this song where it's like, this is what they would open with live, and you'd hear it. And it's like, even at 14, I was like, this, is, uh, this guy's very angry at his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Let's go ahead and play it. We're talking
1: about it. Every man has a Molly, and I wish every man had some Molly. All right, here we go.
0: Yeah, it's just the angriest dude. Sure, uh, and like it does sound. I, I the sound
1: doesn't bother me. It's just like hearing him say, "I'll never have rough sex with m- mom. Yeah, I, I that one. Is like <laughs> it's really fucking. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, there's a lot. Like I don't know, dude. There's especially like you know we all do stand up, and there's things that like I like I you know I think everybody has kind of their own rules that they set when they they write and they talk about shit on stage, and mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. No, am I wrong? Or oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like. I think about like talking about breakups on stage it's like there's certain things that you know you can talk about going through a breakup you can talk about how you're feeling through it and you can make jokes about that but as soon as you like throw the other person under the bus it's like Who's this asshole on stage, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's It's usually not a great look.
0: It's never a good look. and Well,
1: the... occasionally it's really cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, right, right, right. No, no I'm sorry. No, You're sucks. right.
0: Hey, and that's the difference between you and me. That's why you've got no, the late no. night sets and I'm over <laughs> here uh, yeah, without headphones remember, on.
1: You remember my famous late night sets where I talked about how I'll never have rough sex with <laughs> one of my bitch exes again. That's not... <laughs> no, I don't do that shit. I, but I... It's weird cuz like sometimes you'll see somebody do that and you're like and they're vague enough and it's like uh, just a breakup joke i think sure. it'd be funny but when it gets really personal and like it's when you... just out of anger you're like this sucks
0: Well uh. yeah dude if anybody said their ex-girlfriend's name on stage into a microphone i'd be like what the fuck are you doing dude right. Uh yeah. and maybe Molly Connolly's not a real person uh, Apparently
1: I... it's not it's a oh, really?
0: conglomeration of
1: uh of multiple people Yeah uh, it's
0: someone named Molly and someone named Connelly. Jennifer yeah. Connelly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Famous, Famously dated Max Venus.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Molly Shannon and uh, <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly. Shannon and Jennifer Connelly.
0: <laughs> and who, I, I get it. I get it. Sure. They're mm-hmm. both horrible bitches.
1: <laughs> I love that sequel to Horrible Bosses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, horrible bitches.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, and then it's like, I, cause I, I sent you that song just because I thought it is kind of like a crazy fucking thing to say on a song. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, he was 20 years old. Right. And yeah. boy, howdy, do I wish somebody had talked some sense into me when I was 20 years old. <laughs> you know, I wish there was a podcast about my music when I was 20 years old <laughs> talking about how much of a fucking idiot I was. But the song itself is great.
1: Oh wait, hold on! Oh, this is a joke. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I was like about to click on an article about the real Molly Colony, and then I realized it was from the Hard yeah. <laughs> 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 you pieces of shit!
2: Um, you're our, a music fan. They got some fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hard yeah. Times. Yeah. We should yeah. have somebody
1: from Hard Times yeah, on sure. the show.
2: I was in a picture once. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty exciting. Unrelated or for the hard times? But
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, my soul got taken by one no, of those. No, it was for the soft
0: times. It was a group of men that can't get boners anymore. And, uh, so
1: the next song is Yellow Cat <laughs> <laughs>
0: slash Red Cat.
1: No, I love this song. Continue on about your soft
0: penis. No, I talk <laughs> about it enough on my own podcast. I don't need to bring it into someone else's. <laughs>
1: All right, let's hear Yellow Cat slash Red Cat.
0: This was my favorite song on this album for a long time.
3: cat, invade my red cat in the yard. The feline war has raged for years, so I assume
2: I Yellow love this cat
1: song. Slash, yeah, that song is cool. Um, Tommy, how do you feel about that song?
2: That's a great one. You know, it's funny. I love this album so much. I was just excited to re-listen to these songs. I don't think... I think we would have different favorites, which is interesting, that we could both like love the same yes. thing, that we both liked it when we were the same age and yes. have different picks. Um, yeah. But I do think that's a great song. Yeah,
0: I think it's... That one, it's just like every time I hear it now, I'm like... You know, I think we've all got friends that a lot of them just kind of sit around doing nothing. Yeah. And, uh, and I get that and I understand that. And they're like my boys. But, like, if I'm dating someone, I'm like, why the fuck are you hanging out? You know, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, no, dude, these are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> this is who they have been. Yeah. <laughs> for always, dude. And I love it. I, uh, I, this was one of the first songs I remember when I, when I listened to it being like, I know, like, I remember being. A kid and when I really didn't understand a lot of music I was listening to and being like this one makes sense to me yeah and for I sure. really really fucking loved that and that's why it stuck out so much and it was the first time I was like oh I understand metaphor in a song that's not too confusing yeah yeah um, that's but great. yeah I I love this song
1: yeah this is a good one it reminds me a lot of my friend Tommy and <laughs> I won't go in any further into that but I don't think you have to. Love <laughs> I do want to know more about this feline war between the yellow cat and the red cat. And I'm lucky. (laughs) Neither of my cats are these colors. I know. I I got a black and white
0: guy and I got a brown guy, but uh, I don't have any yellows or reds.
1: Yeah. Feels too uh, McDonald's uh, ketchup and mustard. (laughs) That's right.
0: That's right. Well, that's the war, dude. I think you just found out the answer to your own question. Mm -hmm. And that's (sighs) self-learning. Uh, I don't like the
1: line, of cat is just a cat. That's bullshit. Also, I do like the uh, tip of the hat to Cousin Greg. Dude, he's watching TV. Big <laughs> Succession fan. Uh, damn, I Max didn't even famous. think about that. Uh, it is
0: yeah. the same character, if yep. you think about it. It really is the same guy. I would love to hear the the showrunners from Succession be like, we actually came up with Greg from a Say Anything <laughs> song. <laughs> Uh, Alright, we got one more song here
1: I did, I want to. I want you to know I was uh, I was taking my Be Real picture of you <laughs> Oh, hell
0: yeah, dude I'm not on Be Real yet, I gotta right, get up there.
2: there You are now, bitch Hell yeah, dude yeah, and There's another picture to add to your collection <laughs> thank you, thank you. I was in a picture today I can't wait to frame it, dude <laughs> Honey, honey Listen I gotta call my mom, I'm so
0: excited oh, geez. I was
1: captured by the very photo today <laughs>
0: All right. Um, yep, soul's gone now.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, last song here is "Admit It," uh, which I'm going to play while waterboarding Max <laughs> <agree>. <laughs> and yelling the very
0: <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> so, do you? I mean, just to set this song up, set it's it fucking up. bonkers. This is a thing. Like
1: that's another I, cat that I like. That's well, that's my cat. But <laughs> oh, you named your cat Bonkers? I should. after the cartoon. No, oh, after the
0: yeah. comedy clubs in Florida. Oh, but sure. I I love. Um, this song, because like, this is one when I was a kid that I was like, th- "This is my like catcher in the rye song," where it's like you're a kid and you're like, "This shit is everything." Mm. I fucking believe in this. And Then you wow. get older and you're like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is insane, dude." This
2: gives me yeah serious nostalgia to like looking out at the cafeteria. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah just yeah. like these fucks don't know they're these just posers, ba- yeah. yeah, dude.
0: And uh, the the to the reason I like came back to this album this week. Some, this, this person, this girl sent me a message. Uh, she was like about music, and she was like, Yeah, I'm listening to admit it. And it's like, I think I'm that person. I was like, You're too old to be this person. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, dude, it's just like the angriest child that sounds smart using big words. And it's like, This is crazy. But I still love the song.
1: Oh, I just realized. I was looking at the uh, song facts to Admit It Again from Say Anything. And I was like, because this They is did another a, one? They did a song called uh, Admit It Again. Kind of weird, like
0: Whoa. a sequel. yeah, they got to like, well, there's a lot to apologize for. <laughs> sure. In this one. Yeah.
1: Um. All right, let's go ahead and listen to it. Here is Admit It. Yes. Despite
3: your pseudo and vaguely left this doctrine of beliefs you know nothing about art or sex that you couldn't read in any trendy new york underground fashion magazine prototypical non-conformist you are a vacuous soldier of the thrift store gestapo you adhere to a set of standards and tastes that appear to be determined by an unseen panel of hipster judges bullshit
0: I mean, there there are a few songs that I think about, like, if someone came up to me and said the lyrics to this song like in conversation, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would look them dead. In the, like, in this one specific, if someone's like, you know nothing about art or sex, and it's like, if somebody said that to me, I'd look them dead in the eye and be like, do you know who my father is? And then I would leave. I, I just can't get over how like cringy this is.
1: Yeah, that one is, uh, it reminds me of some comedians that I don't like. <laughs> oh, yeah, were, uh,
0: dude. That's the talk. thing, though. It's like, I think about this all the time, like I you know you moved to New York, you think it's like, ooh, I'm going to meet so many smart people and philosophers mm. and college professors that were turtlenecks, and then it's just like squatters on Twitter and it's the <laughs> right like that's the same shit. But it's all guys that sound like this.
2: He did kind of predict podcasting with yes. uh, sitting in a circle pontificating to each other. Absolutely. I was yes. like, oh no, we're oh, sitting in a circle. <laughs> ah, it's a little different
0: though. We're talking about well, we're talking about him. And uh <laughs> I never
1: pontificated a day in my day. That's boy. right, dude.
0: One of my goddamn pontius Pilot, I don't pontificate no nothing, dude. kiss Jesus on the cheek and say goodbye bye. That's what I'm on. Is that Pontius Pilate
2: yeah good job alright cool <laughs> oh, yeah wow this is crazy
1: after Tommy's big bible rant the other day and <laughs> well, also he
2: is not the one who kissed Jesus on the cheek that was, not, that oh, was Judas that was but, Judas yeah. damn it dude yeah he well, was like one of the big guys in there <laughs> you might want to read about his ass no. not we're, talking about. we're talking about manic episodes On this show and, uh, <laughs> The other day I went and assigned every guy In our group chat a character from the bible That uh-huh. they are most like based on the ways They've wronged me personally Sure. Oh and good that seems healthy dude yeah. <laughs> It took about an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> It's a group chat of six people And it still took like an hour and a
0: half I do that every year I, I wind up in a group chat where I, I assign Characters of loss to people uh based on that, it's the same. They're all you know, I get it. I get it.
1: I like that you said that kind of Italian. Lost to people. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wanderers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. Um we gotta get to uh the um the comments from the very people who listen to the show who decided to say anything about Ooh. It. um but yeah, Tommy did a sign. What did I get assigned? Oh yeah, Job, because of my <laughs> Many woes
2: <laughs> in this world. Woe is a great song, song th- on this that, ah, yeah. Dude, I can't get that. laid
0: in this town without mm. these pointy fucking shoes, dude. Damn. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Ain't that the truth?
1: Um, All right. Uh, By the way, thank you to Colonel Tyson H. McNuggets for subscribing <laughs> to our YouTube that I haven't posted on in two years, I don't think. Um. All right. We uh on the Patreon. So if you're on the Patreon, you get your comments guaranteed to be read if you get them in, in time. It's only three dollars a month, and you get some bonus content here and there. It's a good time, and you get ad free apps. But most importantly, you get your uh get your stuff guaranteed to be read. First, we have from Derek Leedy. Uh, when I said say anything, he said great movie. Uh, the simultaneous release of the Chili Peppers' Mother's Milk alternate album, uh, cover with the Lone Sky was uh inspirational.
0: You ain't wrong about that.
2: Well, Ioni Sky is the uh, woman from Say Anything.
1: Oh well there you go. Uh um, the
0: only time
2: I've ever seen that name.
0: Yeah. Ioni. Ioni. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: It might be pronounced differently, but that is how I certainly I read think it. it's Ani. I, <laughs> I think that's
0: how you say it.
1: Yeah. Uh Mario Foradori. <laughs> some fun names today. Yeah. Says, I hate everyone is a good song. I'm just saying. Dot 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 anything. anything. <laughs> yeah.
0: It is a good song. Yeah. It is a great song, but it's yeah. on a different album and I and I, I just wasn't familiar enough.
1: Whenever I see that title, I just think of the, I hate everything oh, yeah. about you. <laughs> I've told this
2: story on the, on the show, I'm sure, before. But there was a time when I was in a restaurant by myself. There was no other customers. <laughs> the bartender put that song on. <laughs> <up. laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? It's just me in here. <laughs> I don't think you have to uh, that. Really? That's the best closing <laughs> time song. I just looking at him like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the day? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> What do you hate about me? I'm eating a damn lunch. <laughs> <laughs> It'd
1: be funny if or if he played that like stuck in the middle with you. Yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> and you're standing to his left. <laughs> call me a damn clown.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy. Um or like one is the loneliest number. <laughs> 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 Oh, boy. Uh, Closing time would also be funny to play in the afternoon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. We got some more comments here. The next one is from Pete, who said, Just gave them a quick blast. Early 2000s emo me would have loved this, but that was then. Damn. That's All the right, old, Pete. Yeah,
0: I understand where Pete's coming from, dude. Mm-hmm. This is something you either lock in with when you're young and you uh, hold on to it forever because you're afraid to let go of the past, or you listen to it now and you're like, this is lame, dude.
1: <laughs> True. All yeah, right. I well, agree. I agree. Yep. No. <laughs> uh, the next comment I have to open the app for, so give me a second here. Unless they deleted it, how do I see the damn comments? Here we go. Um, Mary Steeg says, "I was obsessed with this band when I was in high school. They had just signed to a major label for their self-titled album uh, release, and it was not good. Uh, I liked their earlier work so much more. The mainstream sound was uh, wasn't what I wanted to hear. But they, the band, but hey, they, the band needed money." I think Max Bemis is a weirdo, but made some great music for high school me. That's uh, that's fair.
0: I think that's the, the overarching sentence for the whole thing is uh, he's a weirdo, but he made some very important music for high schoolers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm trying to see. I think that I uh,
1: fucked up and that first comment was not supposed to be for this. Doesn't matter. Uh, or maybe they deleted it, I because I can't find it on the app. Does not matter.
2: Did we get anything on the old uh, Twitter? Got a few tweets, so. yes. We got, uh, all right. First off, uh, old bro, code bro, said, is a real boy, was a high school staple. His graphic novel was a pretty trippy read Whoa. as well. I've it. I read didn't know that novel. he wrote
0: a graphic novel.
2: I'm like, graphic novel, it's one of those mediums that I'm like incapable of yeah, dude. committing to. And I'm sure there's great stuff and I've tried and I just can't. I can't, can't read it. It's like, dude, I was those. a
0: huge Coheed and Cambria fan. I mm. saw them like, they were my fish. I saw them like 25 times and they have like, a fucking library of graphic mm-hmm. novels that i just could not read oh, yeah, dude yeah, like yeah. and i love that band i have all yeah. their mm-hmm. all their albums i'd buy a t-shirt every show and boy howdy do i not give a fuck about that graphic <laughs> novel
1: <laughs> um, yeah that's a tough medium the only one that i like that i can think of ever even reading is mouse and mouse 2 those
0: are good Hey it? thanks that's man That's the
1: holocaust uh, Yeah that's yeah, That's thank a, that's you, a dude. shout out to Max Thank you
0: I appreciate your uh, Support and <laughs> allyship name shit. We were just Who gives him. a shit <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like Art
1: Spiegelman Or someone like that. I that's know
0: I, I, I had a girlfriend Who I guess went to school With his nephew Or whatever uh, And he was just Incessantly made fun of uh, For being Jewish And he was like Do you know who my uncle is Or something like that uh, <laughs>
2: That's um, Chill Razors said their cover of "I've Got Your Money" still makes me chuckle. I'll Have to check that out. Andrew Ambrose Lee says good movie. Mari Hoffman said no. Molly Connolly knows what she did. <laughs> 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 and Brad Guy Fieri said Max is so pretentious it made his band unlistenable.
0: Ooh, I Damn. I don't think he's wrong, but I mean, he's uh, certainly pretentious. Yes. Man. Yeah.
1: Um. All right, we have. A f- uh, a bunch on the Facebook. We're, we'll read a few uh, if you want them guaranteed. Get on that Patreon. Um, Pete Stegemeyer says, Somehow they made a song about World War II and death camps into a banger, and I'm not sure how to feel about that, but it's a beautiful
0: song. So True. that's Alive
2: with the glory of the Love, and that is the one that I think holds up as like, I think even if you didn't like this band in high school, I yeah. think you'd admit, admit that that's a great song. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think like most of the lyrics are like a letter that his grandfather wrote to his grandmother oh, cool. in, yeah. a, in a concentration camp. Wow. uh yeah i think that's what like the title comes from is alive with the glory of wow. love yeah
1: Damn. uh becky bronstein says they're one of my favorite bands ever uh is a real boy slash was a real boy is one of the best albums ever and max bemis is wildly underrated lyricist their music will get you through heavy shit. Mm-hmm. That's interesting that it uh, was a real boy. That's movie. the that's double album. So, that's double. A, that's
2: the, yeah, so that settles. <laughs> yeah, there is. So you're still <laughs> right, dude. Yeah, yeah. But in the end,
1: I was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this relates to this very episode, but uh, Matt Rosenblum says, Sure, you have Is A Real Boy covered. What's not, t- what's not talked about often is the way in which early 2000s pop punk stars matured into the 2010s and after. In later albums, there's an interesting self-awareness of himself as an increasingly irrelevant pop-punk star that is happier and also doesn't want to talk about the same things themes he did when he was 20. You can see the same trajectory in Tom DeLonge, and his influence on Bemis cannot be understated. It's you can true. also see the trajectory of happier and more mature but less popular and less critically acclaimed pop-punk in later uh, later uh, Taking Back Sunday, Weezer, Dashboard, Paramore, and other stars of the genre. All right. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, good point. Um. All right, I'll I'll read like two more here. Um, Mike Uline says, just reading this out loud, I heard admit it in my head, forever <laughs> burned in my brain, even though I haven't listened to the song in a decade. Yeah, that'll do
0: that. Yeah, it'll it's get there. It's an earworm.
1: Josh O'Neill says, uh, one time they laughed at me because I carted them at the bar I worked at, and I told them it wasn't funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, fuck Josh O'Neill, dude. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's great. Uh, that's a Josh great Josh. Josh, O'Neil Josh O'Neil came O'Neil. over to where I was staying in Cincinnati right after Meatloaf died and was like, We're going to watch all of Meatloaf's videos. And I was like, Okay, dude. And then he had crazy facts about Meatloaf to just drop in. And every time he talks to me, I'm like, who hurts you in every <laughs> band, dude? It's crazy. Um, I love Josh. <laughs> yeah, Josh. Quick, quick
2: story that that brings up. Is last night, uh, my friend and I got a, a drink at a bar. It was this like old school Irish New York bar. We just walked in. We just had a beer. And I pulled out my ID to show the guy. And he goes... If you show me that idea, I won't even let you in. <laughs> Whoa, like he, was offended. he was offended that I would think that he would card me, I guess. Yeah. So then <laughs> me and my buddy, we take a seat at the outdoor at one of the outdoor tables, and he walks by and he goes, Oh, look, it's the underage table. <laughs> 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 I was cracking my ass up. <laughs> I love that. I love an old, like, yeah. legit Irish part <laughs> of that <Yeah>. rules. <laughs> it was very funny.
1: Um, all right, well... That brings us to the end of the show with our last segment, where we uh, rate the playlist out of six. But before we do that, you get to give us your final thoughts on this band, Max. Fine, what do you got for us?
0: It's nice to see that we've all grown up. <laughs> sure, <laughs> and I think I'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> I think they're good. No, they're, they're they're like again. I didn't really listen to a ton of them after this album. I yeah. I liked a, a couple songs from a couple other albums, but this was the one for me. And I think I think it's it's exciting to see how much when you get older that your taste or your thoughts on music can change even though you still like a band. Yeah. And I think that's exciting to think about.
1: Sure. Um very well put here, Max, and, and thanks for coming on. And this will be on the Patreon. <laughs> <but>.
0: <laughs> I get it, dude. I'm under
2: Hey, I'm in a hurry,
0: brother. I'm sorry I can't be funny. I gotta rush. All right oh well you want to be funny on the podcast this is
2: like our special month where we have our friends who can't plan well come (laughs) to the show (laughs) yeah this is the worst theme we've ever had (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> schedule so, fuck-ups mom that's
1: fine i get it <laughs> i'm going higher than uh i would have thought coming into this but uh i think i'm gonna go with a solid 4.25 out of hell six i'll yeah. take a 4.25 did, out of six i did Such not like suit. admit it really <laughs> the <laughs> <Sorry>. hell <laughs> damn dude Tommy, what you
2: got i mean i i love this album so much i was very excited to re- listen to it uh there's six out of six for me yeah. i just uh I was so excited. It's one of those perfect nostalgia things for sure. me that brings me back to a time. And uh, I would have picked different songs, but that's something beautiful that I still I still <laughs> like them all. What know? songs would you have picked? I would. I I think you have to put Alive with the. Glory I didn't want to
0: because I was like, this seems like the easy. It's one.
2: the easy one, yeah. Well, someone who had
1: uh, never heard them before would have loved to hear the fucking easy
2: one. Yeah, yeah. sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I would have put "woe" because that's my favorite. Whoa's great. On there. Um, Whoa. And I think I think it would have been a nice little change of pace to have. I want to know your plans. Know. Got a love song in there, and then for the fourth, I am a big fan of the feudal. Dude, that was another one for me. Yeah. That
0: is a. Fu- I would have put. I thought Damn. about the feudal or spider song. Spider yep. song. Yeah, but I. Th- th- but that was how, how great the album is. That the we album both is great. And
2: there's four different songs. that yeah. we picked. Yeah,
1: amazing uh max you get to rate the playlist out of six as well
2: oh, i'll give it a two uh, <laughs> dude, no, i'll give it a i'll give it a six dude oh, I, yeah, think, I think I like it's,
0: it's it's a great great album
1: max you're a great great guest give oh, us your plugs on the way out uh
0: yeah listen to in the minivan uh and then uh you know uh dot
1: yes baby uh, all right. I will be in Winnipeg next month and I will be in Houston. So get tickets. If you live uh, anywhere near those places, I'm doing my album in November. That is at comedy fort. So come out to that. People love that place. So I'm excited to go. And then, uh, yeah, I have a bunch of stuff next year. Comedy attic. I'll be there in January. I'll be in Louisville in January. So come out to that and uh, check out me and Tim McLaughlin and Connor Delante's other podcast about football, we talk about mostly the colts but it's it's about the whole goddamn league uh it's called the three horseman pod tommy what you got
2: uh, I just got a date for my annual Christmas show at Union Hall. That'll be December fifteenth. Always my favorite yes. thing to do. Favorite show of the year. And big news. Just officially locked in. I'll wee- be taping wee- <laughs> <big news. laughs> I will be taping a special at the bell house let's January twelfth, twenty twenty three. I'm gonna need everyone who lives in New York listens to, listen to the show to come. We're trying to fill a big room and hopefully fill it twice, depending on sales. So hey, let's uh, go. links will be out soon for that. I'm very excited.
1: Get out to that you. show. I might move back to just for that, uh, I forgot because we have a lot of Chicago people. I will be at Lincoln Lodge November second. All right, we'll see you next week. Thanks again, Max.
0: Thanks, guys.
1: Keep it crispy. Bye.